Hello, hello, welcome back to another episode of the Wild Hot Diaries. It's lovely to have you here. My name is Lisa Parks and I am your host. If you are returning and you've listened before, welcome back. And if you're new here, hello, it's lovely to have you here. It's lovely to have you here. This is a podcast for spiritual detectives, highly sensitive people and people who are on the healing path, cycle breakers, people who are breaking down old ways of being and building new worlds. It is for the brave <laughs> and the courageous. It's certainly not for the faint hearted. Um, today we're going to be talking about energy hygiene or managing your energy and um, taking care of yourself. As a wild heart, as a highly sensitive person, you're very easily impacted by your environment by the people around you by what's going on around you the emotional mood in the room and and also what's in your physical environment and if you haven't listened to the episodes on what's inside your toxic puddle I would suggest you listen to those because that will help you get a handle on what it is in your environment that's helping you and what is in your environment that's hindering you but just for today I want to talk about how we set ourselves up at the beginning of the day that is really really important um i don't know how many of you have read the miracle morning it's um it's a book by hal elroyd i think i'm saying his name right or elrod e l r o d and he he taps into something called savers so he says every morning we do six simple, powerful and effective personal development practices and we just spend a little bit of time on each one. So I started out doing this actually, but I couldn't maintain it because it was too many things to do at once. So the S is is for silence. So that's just sitting in silence. And um, the A is for um, affirmations. So I've done a couple of episodes on why affirmations don't work for people who've got complex PTSD or childhood trauma or why they might not be working for you and I've also done um, an episode on affirmations where I'm reading them to you over music. Um, The third one for V is visualization so that's using your imagination using your mind and your breath to um, create the future that you want. Our brain doesn't know the difference between what's real and what we tell it is real so visualization especially if you're a visual learner or you've got a good imagination and wild hearts normally have like I see things in full color like a movie running in my mind and it's very powerful but on the flip side of that when I'm worried and I'm catastrophizing and I'm anxious (laughs) that means that I think the worst and then my brain believes that's true and then that sends my body into fight flight or freeze and um yeah so got to feed our mind positive things which can be challenging that can be challenging sometimes and that's not to gloss over (laughs) yeah that's not to be a happy clapper or be practice positive toxicity and pretend everything's okay when it isn't the e stands for exercise so increasing your physical well-being and moving your body The R stands for reading. So you take a chapter of a book or a couple of pages of a book and you read that. And then the S is for scribing. So that's the journaling piece. And, you know, I'm a massive fan of journaling. I've also done a couple of episodes on journaling and 
um, sharing my journaling practice. Now, I am holding a community event called Journaling Your Jammies on the last Wednesday of every month. Um, if you go to the website, I'll drop a link in the show notes. It's under it's under monthly huddle or wild heart huddle on the website. And you need to buy a ticket, but it's free. And you will um, be sent a link to a Facebook group where you can join us if you fancy having a go at journaling and learning about the benefits of journaling and how it can help you have a deeper relationship with yourself. So they're the six practices and they spell out the word savers so that's a nice way to remember them so I started off doing this and it was too many things for me to do at once so it felt overwhelming and I think we're all a bit prone to a bit of overwhelm um, but if you think about it you wake up don't you and I don't know about you but you wake up and you can end up scrolling on your phone while you drink a cup of tea for half an hour so in that half an hour you could have done couple of minutes of silence, couple of affirmations, a visualization. If you've got a vision board already, if you've if you've already decided what your future, you want your future to look like, then you just need to stand in front of that while you drink your tea and look at it. Um you could have done some squats while you're waiting for the kettle to boil. You could have read two pages of a book instead of scrolling through TikTok, which I know is fun. And then you could have done a little bit of journaling. So I think we tell ourselves something's overwhelming because it seems big and new and that's like, oh God, that's six things to do. But actually, it's not that much. But then I think, well, do we have to do them all in the morning? Like, what are the most important ones for you to do to start your day off right? And I am a great believer that it's actually worth going to bed early and getting up a little bit earlier. It's worth getting up earlier to carve out time for you at the beginning of the day if you start your day connected to you in your body and feeling um strong and comfortable and relaxed at ease in your body then you've got a better chance of having a good day basically and things that happen to you um there's some space in there so that you can respond to them instead of react. Because we know when our cup is empty because we react to everything, don't we? We Everything becomes urgent and, um, you know, yeah, we, we react, we don't respond. Whereas when you have this morning practice, you, you create a little bit of space in you, which means that you can take a pause and then just respond. I always think that's a good idea anyway because I think um, when we're triggered everything becomes an emergency and urgent and um, you know we, we, we don't have to respond to everything straight away in fact think about your phones and stuff like when someone emails you or texts you it's an invitation to have a conversation with somebody nobody has access to you 24 7 unless you let them and you don't always have to be available to people and I think there's a danger of that with phones that people and there's an expectation with some people that they are going to reply straight away because it's like you've got them in your back pocket and therefore you know it's like they're with you but then you don't get any time to yourself and then that that's that becomes well I that I become quite cranky if I don't get enough time to myself so initially, when I found out about this morning routine thing, 
I was like, that's too many things to do. But lately I've been working with a coach who works with um, human design. And I've talked about human design on here before. And um, human design is just a way of looking at your energy and how to work with your energy. So I'm a generator. So you can either be a manifesting generator, a generator, a reflector or a projector. I think they're the main ones. Um, I'll put a link in the show notes so you can go and work out what your what your profile is. But with generators, they they have life force inside of them. They, they're like an engine, you know, they've got loads of energy. And in order to connect to that energy every day, you need to move your body. So I find that when I wake up in the morning, I'm a happier, confident, less anxious person if I can do at least 20 minutes of dancing. So I watch uh, you. I follow a YouTube channel called Grow with Joe. I'll put a link to that in the show notes as well if you're interested. But you don't have to do that. You could just have a playlist on Spotify and you can just dance around your bedroom or dance around your kitchen. Um, if you've been to exercises classes before and you know a few moves, you know how to do some squats and some sit ups and some high knees and some stretching. Or maybe you don't want to have such a vigorous movement. Perhaps your body feels like it wants to stretch. Um, Or go for a a walk. I don't know what your routine looks like. But I, I definitely think moving my body is the key to having a positive mindset and feeling ready to face the day. So I will do some exercise so I don't start coaching till lunchtime and then my coaching goes on into the early evening um, for my teens that I coach after school and then most adults come and see me during the day and occasionally I'll do a later evening if I'm doing card reads for people or wild heart blueprints and so I have the morning but I've set up my life to be like that I've set up my working day to be like that so that I can um, take that time and space to be with myself in the morning so I'll do my exercise and then um, some mornings I'll go out for a walk I kind of base it on the weather because you know if you live in the UK and you're listening to this you know that we're having a lot of rain at the moment so when it's rainy I think oh I'll just dance and some days I'll do a full-on like cardio workout some days I'll just do stretching and some days I'll do a little dance routine and have a bit of fun with it and play Um, but it definitely feels good and then I, I do like to journal I'm most likely to journal on a weekend or of an evening or I most like to take to my journal if something's bothering me and I need to talk it out of myself I need to work it through actually the other day I was I put posted a meme on Instagram I'm just going to get it up on my iPad now I'm going to share it with you because it had the probably the most likes that I've ever had because I think people could already appreciate what it was saying so let me read it to you it said If you can't meditate, pause before every sip of coffee. If you can't pray, simply say thank you before every meal. If you can't manifest, enjoy what's already yours. If you can't journal, talk to yourself in the car. So that, I've done an episode on that. That's the five R's of self-love and rambling 
and writing obviously writing is with a w but rambling and writing are two of the five r's rambling is talking to yourself when you hear yourself say stuff out loud to yourself and you have that conversation with just you and you which is what journal is journaling is in the written form wow it can be life-changing you 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 get out of your own way and you don't buy into your own bullshit when it's all up in your head and it's all a bit fuzzy and it's all in there in the back of there somewhere maybe you don't hear it so if you can't journal talk to yourself in the car there is no spirituality rule book just show up for yourself in ways that feel good to you so when you're thinking about your your miracle morning or how to make your morning good or how to set yourself up for the day what do you need how do you feel when you wake up in the morning and what do you need what helps you feel ready to face the day I do like to be really organized so the night before if I'm I do like overnight oats so like I'll soak oats in yogurt with some blueberries and raspberries and um, maybe some raisins and I'll soak it all in um it's called Collaborative, the brand, but other brands are available, like a plant-based yogurt and um, a little bit of cinnamon and some bananas. And then I just put that in the fridge and that that all kind of moulds in, melches in overnight. And then I'll have that in the morning with, I'll put some more fruit on top of it. I've got a thing for tinned peaches at the moment. Not in syrup, in juice, but they're so sweet and I'm sure they're not bad for you. They're not good for you. Not bad for you. I'm sure they're not good for you. Like they're really, really sweet. So I quite like those on top of my overnight oats. And then I make banana muffins, which if you are signed up to my newsletter, I've shared the recipe with you. I'll have banana muffins with um with fruit and yogurt as well. So I'll prepare that and I'll and I'll and I'll sometimes I'll plan what I'm wearing, you know, I'll put out what I'm wearing and I'll set my desk up for client calls or whatever I've got the next day and um so I feel prepared I think that's quite common with people that have got anxiety we like to know what's coming and it helps us to feel prepared um yeah so that um that is how I like to set up my day yeah so I journal I journal when I when I feel the need to I'm usually working on stuff. So this weekend I did a journal spread on fixing caretaking, emotional caretaking and rescuing people. And I'm going to do a podcast episode on that. So listen out for it because I made a lot of discoveries um, about myself on that. Um, yeah, so I so I all I wanted to do today was to give you some food for thought and say this is part of our energy management. If you are plugged into your life force, if you're plugged into your energy when you wake up in the morning and you're in your body because as a wild heart, if you've got loads of anxiety and you or you live in your head a lot and you're an overthinker, you want to be in your body when you're up in your head, you're not in the body. And you want to feel at home and at ease in the body as much as possible. You don't want to feel like you're armoring up or you're on guard all the time. So just take some time now. So we go through those six things. Silence, affirmations, visualization, exercise, reading and scribing. 
let's just pick three and say which of those three would you like to do five minutes of in the morning to start off your day. Now, many moons ago, when I was smiley, I ran a club for mums called Chatty Club. And they all loved the morning silence. They would get up 10 minutes before their kids did, go downstairs, make a cup of tea, sit and look out of the window with the cup of tea and just have a moment to themselves. So it's just creating space and slowing down, isn't it? And it and it and it is um it's helpful because as you go through the day it's a reminder to slow down. Like when you start to get into the habit of slowing down and taking pauses and not feeling like you're rushing around and putting out fires and responding to everything, your body gets used to that and it wants more of it. Believe me, it wants more of it. It doesn't want more browsers open, more scrolling, more emails, more demands, more noise, more busyness. It wants peace and quiet. Um... Yeah, so, so, and, and some people are really scared of silence. I mean, there's the silence that you get like in awkward conversations, isn't there? <laughs> there's that silence where people don't like that uncomfortable silence, I suppose we'd call it. But some people do not want to be alone with their own thoughts. Because the circus in their minds is, is, is just not nice. Whether you've got a brutal inner critic or, you know, you can't stop thinking, you've got racing thoughts, intrusive thoughts. Then being on your own fills you with dread and fear and you think, oh God, if I'm on my own and that's all I'm left with. And that's why phones are dangerous, I think. I don't know if dangerous is the right word, maybe that's a bit dramatic. No, they are dangerous. Because then you're having a relationship with your phone 24-7. And if you're not having a relationship with yourself, you're going to get sick. You know, that's why when you see these people that are in relationships where they do, I don't know if you know people like this, where they do everything together, you know, they they just do everything together. It's not healthy and it causes bickering and resentment. It's very intense. We all need a bit of time and space to ourselves and we all need to self-reflect And if we're not self-reflecting and we're not going within, we're not listening to our bodies and we're not taking time to slow down and smell the flowers and breathe, then um, we're going to get sick. And I've noticed more and more that when I get up, the first thing I do is reach for my phone. And I'm starting to reach for it and put it back down again and say, you can actually hold on to that and wait until you've done your dancing before you check social media. And some days I find that hard because it's a really bad habit. Um, I mean, scrolling on your phone is just a way of checking out, isn't it? It's a way of escaping into other people's lives, becoming a voyeur, um, being entertained, just consuming content and information and filling your head up with that and I don't know if that's good if that's good nourishment for your mind I think it would be better to read a book or or sit and self-reflect in silence or sit and self-reflect with your journal 
So if you find that hard to sit in silence, and I did, so there's no judgment, and that's why journaling became my mindfulness and meditation. And if you come to journaling your jammies, I can teach you um, the way that I do journaling. I'll teach you how to do brain dumping and um, you know how to kind of let go of stuff, and then how to make sense of your thoughts and how to untangle stuff. And because I, you know, I don't think anything we do is wrong. I never think that what we do in as people is wrong. It's either a coping strategy or there's a reason why we're doing the thing that we're doing because it's meeting a need. So, you know, if you are feeling overwhelmed and you're scrolling on social media all the time, it's because the real world feels too overwhelming or it's crap or it's making you miserable or it's not quite right. So you're escaping into other worlds. I mean, when I was a kid, I used to just escape into books all the time because I didn't like what was going on around me. I didn't know that as a child. I couldn't articulate that. But I found a coping strategy, which is if I was in a corner somewhere or in an armchair somewhere reading a book or I was at my desk doing homework, nobody bothered me. So I learned that that was a way to get some time and space to myself. So, yeah, so I, I just want you to, th- out of those six things, I'd like you to pick three and I'd like you to have a go at them. And I'd like you to just get up and you make that promise to yourself. And I want you to keep it like you would keep a promise to a friend. But if you fall off the wagon and you have a day where you don't do it, don't beat yourself up. Just start again the next day. It's no biggie. But I think you're, I've noticed that it makes me feel so good to have this morning routine in place or to have these tools at my disposal and be able to use them that I don't want to not do them. And I notice that when I'm out out of my routine, so at Christmas time, so we're in January when I'm recording this, at Christmas time when I was out of my routine and I was on my phone a lot, my eyes started to get really, really sore. By about three o'clock, they would be stinging to the point where I'd have to lie down and close them and have a little sleep after some cheese and biscuits, of course. (laughs) It was Christmas. But my body was saying to me, get off that screen. It's actually hurting my eyes. You know, so. And I, I also noticed that I can get a bit cranky and also I get um kind of like. I feel full of everyone else's stuff and there's no space for my thoughts. I'm full of everyone else's TikToks and stories and memes and just consuming information but the thing with consuming information is is that we're not actually taking inspired action we're just learning lots of new information but no change is happening because we're not doing anything with it so the point of having the routine is to say right well it starts with these three tiny things that I'm going to do if you can't do 10 minutes do five if you can't do five do two if you can't do two do one but just set the intention and make the effort to start your day in a different way and preferably by yourself with some time by yourself and if you can't be by yourself that's okay because there was a period in my time where I couldn't be by myself in my life where I couldn't be by myself I'd like to invite you to the World Heart Book Club the World Heart Book Club is my six-week healing circle um so that you can meet your inner child and I will put a link to that in the show notes there's actually an early bird price on that so you get 50% off if you book 
before the end of January and then after that the price doubles. So I don't know when you're listening to this, um, I'm not sure when you're listening to this, but I would invite you to come and explore why your inner child, because it's your inner child that doesn't want to be by itself and it's probably a scared inner child and doesn't feel very safe and we can help you find safety and work with whatever's going on there and help you um, feel okay being alone because you know we come into this world alone and we leave this world alone and um, the most important relationship we have is with ourselves to know yourself is to love yourself and that's that's what will make you happy ultimately so that's today's episode (laughs) if you feel like you want to share your three things um, then come on over to the comments section or send me a voice note on anchor or slide into my dms on instagram i'd love to hear what your three things are and i'd love to hear why you've chosen them remember if you can't do the scribing one if you don't like writing so i know not everyone likes writing then you can ramble you can chat to yourself in the car um or chat to yourself in the shower or chat to yourself while you're making your breakfast they are the best conversations at least no one's arguing with you when you're talking to yourself eh (laughs) anyway lovely wild hearts that's all i got for you today but i thought it's an important one it's a quick one if we want change to happen it starts with us we've got to take inspired action and we can do that by starting the day differently and once you once you start the day differently and you realize how much of an impact that has on you you won't want to go back or when you fall off the wagon you'll want to get back on it again because it feels good it feels really good So I shall be back very soon with another episode. Until then, stay wild. Choose love. So much love to you. Bye for now.